Hello and welcome to Gem Girls, the 80s cartoon podcast where we are watching, discussing, and basically talking shit about your favorite retro cartoons with a special focus on the best worst among them all, Gem and the Holograms. It's our Geminar. Welcome. Please take your seat. I'm Michael Delamonte. And I'm Jocelyn Laws, and together we will be your guides through the wonderful world of Gem and the Holograms, and other subpar 80s cartoons if we ever get there. Yeah, if we ever get there. Yeah, we have time. We have time! So today we'll be tackling the seventh episode of season one, Starlight Part 2, Colliding Stars, written <laughs> by our boo, our boo thing, Christy Mars. Yeah, it's hey my girl, girl. It's my girl. <laughs> she doesn't know us. Oh, she 0% knows yeah, yeah, she has no idea who we are. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so actually, I realized that last episode we said that the Starbright episodes were only two parts. But it's a three-parter, we were... baby. Yeah, it's three fucking parts. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I remember in the last episode we were basically or like once we finished the five-parter that was the intro, we're like, oh, this is the last five-parter weird thing all the rest are two-parters or like one eps kind of thing not the case we have a directly following three-parter right like why is that necessary at all uh, who knows dude <laughs> yeah in my notes i was just like lord jesus why yeah why? yeah 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 it was, a, it was a fun ep though yeah i mean like this episode is jam-packed with buffoonery tomfoolery and cockadoodery which <laughs> it's not even a word isn't I don't it a know. word but that it happened in that episode that's for sure <laughs> yeah whatever that word means it happened yeah um so i had such a hard time understanding what was happening yet again as always so i'm just going to use rockgem.com summary of this episode to serve as my guiding light so Jerrica has just found out from an eye doctor that in a matter of months, perhaps even weeks, Bonnie, which I just learned is spelled B-A space N-E-E. Yeah, I, I, nice, 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 nice. You actually, yeah, you yeah. wrote it down for real. <laughs> I copied and pasted it for real. I, I always just type it Bonnie because it's just easy. It doesn't autocorrect. <laughs> when I do Bonnie, it just transforms into like God knows what word. Yeah, right? Um, so yeah, she finds out Bonnie will be blind V soon and in hopes to afford the $250,000 operation. Oh my God. Jem and the holograms go back to finish the movie, but this time it's on Eric's terms, mm. which is that Jerrica becomes his assistant. Oh no, girl. Now the misfits are the stars. And when they find out that one of the starlight girls needs an operation to save her eyesight, they realize that Gem and the Holograms can't quit, no matter what the Misfits do to them. <laughs> uh, was that, I love that. I, I, I love that too, but that was rockgem.com summary? Yes. Interesting. Very different from the Christy Marks website summaries. Yeah. I feel like this one, it was like a really, like, it definitely explained everything that happened in the, in the, in the episode, but it really like, you know, just went after everything. I feel like it was chunkier, meatier. Yeah, it was definitely like more it made more sense of what was happening than christy marks in my opinion yeah yeah but i like the the, the uh the sparse details of the christy marks summaries you know <laughs> actually actually and it, 
it didn't talk about so many things that happened. It's like, oh, okay, that really episode, that episode really wasn't about that, but whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I actually couldn't find the Christy Mark summary for this one. Oh, interesting. Okay. Where do you find them? Uh, I don't know the one website I went to that has like the gem Bible thing. And I guess I just saved the bookmark and because I just go there directly. I couldn't even tell you what the URL is. I must have like Googled gem Christy Marks and that was the first thing I clicked on. Okay, fair. Um, so yeah, this uh, summary is actually pretty good and gives you like a pretty good sense of what to expect in this episode, I would think. But we're going to flesh it out with obviously more shit talking and more of the outrageous bullshit that happens because the devil is in the details baby exactly exactly (laughs) exactly there's so much fun in the in-between you know it's not just start and ending yeah no 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 it's a wild ride uh but on to the actual recap for the episode given by a little girl of course um (laughs) i did find it useful because it it i guess I, i i didn't realize the reason why the episodes are called star bright is because their movie is called star bright and I found that to be a little, like, appalling. I was like, why is it called Starbright? What was that even going to be about? And also, as we'll see in this episode, in this episode, like, what is this movie about? <laughs> it's just various scenes, like, cliche scenes from other movies strung together. Yeah, I have so many questions about what the hell is happening. Um, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we got the recap, you know, uh, there's the whole movie thing. Clash is fucking annoying. Uh, Bonnie needs her eyeballs, and then you know, <laughs> and that's where we leave. That's where we leave Jerica, and she has this like giant, like oh my god, face right at the end of the recap, which is like, I don't know. Like I get it, Jerica, it's terrible news. Bonnie will lose her eyes, or you have to uh, do something. But uh, um, oh, okay, first of all, I want to talk about the show's fixation with eyeballs. Why is it <laughs> eyes yet again? So true, Joss. So good call, dude. Good call. <laughs> Um, and then another point I want to make in that screenshot or that shot into Jerrica's like shocked face. Right, I like right for the first time, mouth, you know, <laughs> I noticed for the first time that her eyebrows were blue. And then for the rest of the episode, I like watched everyone's eyebrows. And in the first scene with the doctor, her eyebrows changed to black and then go back to blue and then to black again. Nice. It was fucked up. Nice. <laughs> that attention to detail is what we love. Because <laughs> um, um, I was going to give him like a pass of like, oh, like, you know, maybe it's like she's just wearing different eyeshadow at, at various parts of the day. But if it's in the same scene, like that's kind of sloppy. No. And like in the opening scene, um... She's talking about Bonnie's condition and, like, actually saying things, but her face isn't, her mouth isn't fucking moving. I'm not even sure if she has eyes at that point, either. Or if her face is just, like, a beige void. Yeah, yeah, I know. She doesn't look very good. Um, And her hat is, like, crazy floppy. Like, it's like, she's kind of melty, you know? It looks like a Smurf hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... So yeah, Jericho looks awful, and she's getting this. Uh, <laughs> she's basically what else is new? What else is new exactly? And she's getting this news from this eye doctor that uh, one of the only things that can maybe save Bonnie is this experimental surgery, and it's very experimental, as we'll learn. 
the doctor gets a little handsy with Jerrica to a, I got a little grossed out by it. Like you don't know her. Like you don't have to touch her right now. Uh, and then he drops the bomb also that like, this is going to cost like $250,000, which is a lot of money by today's standards, but I'm sure it would have like had a significant more significant more. It would have had a stronger impact in the eighties when that was just more money. Yeah, for sure. And Jerrica is utterly and thoroughly shook. Super shook. By this price tag. Um, so she goes, yeah. <laughs> so she goes back to the Starlight house. Now I'm confused by Starbright and Starlight. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's, it's also confusing. You're right. Um, so she goes back to the Starlight house and she's with Bonnie and Bonnie is all like, are my eyes going to be okay? And Jerrica is stressed. Yeah, I kind of, I wish in this scene, because you know, like when you're like, at least when I'm watching this show, I always envision as well, like what would happen if like the characters were like a little meaner or like a little bit, maybe like a little bit more like me. And I just would love in this scene <laughs> with Jerrica's like driving back with uh, Bonnie. She's like, yeah, Bonnie, like you're too poor for this shit. You're going to lose your eyes. <laughs> Well, she's not going to lose her eyeballs. That's she's true. Her eyesight. Her eyesight. Her eyesight. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I like the <laughs> I like the extreme nature that her eyeballs are going to fall out, though. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be terrifying. That would be super terrifying, and there would be a song about it, and her eyeballs would be flying out. Which I wouldn't put it past these eyeball fixated people. No, they definitely have an eyeball fetish. Maybe they're all, like, Cyclops. Like, they're all just one-eyed... Cyclopic beings? (laughs) Cyclopic? I have no idea. I've never tried to make that word an adjective. Uh, Anyways, so um, Jerrica breaks to Bonnie the new... Or she doesn't even break the new. She's like, no, 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 you're going to be fine, Bonnie. She gives her some sort of uh, hope, I suppose you would call it. Hope. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because she's not a monster. Right, 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 right. Um, so anyway, Jerrica is, like, stressing out in front of all of the holograms, and she's like, how are we gonna raise that money? And then I think at one point Shayna was like, if only we hadn't cancelled our concerts to do that movie, everything would have been fine. And then Aja's like, do we have a half-brain between us? Like, have you forgotten? And then Jerrica's like, oh yeah, Starlight Music. Which, I mean, Um, I I give credit to Aja's statement here, because, like, yeah, dude, like, you're looking for money and you forgot about this, like, gigantic business you own? Right, but can you just, like, redirect funds from your business into your charity? Like, isn't that embezzling your own money? I mean... The business's money? I suppose you probably could get away with it because it is going to a charity, so it's, like, you know, tax write-offable or whatever the loophole is. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm sure also Jerrica must get some sort of, like, salary or stipend for being the CEO. Yeah, that whole thing makes no sense to me. Whatever. I, I just like, she's like, yeah, I have, like, you know, I need money. I have this gigantic cooperation. Sure, 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 sure. Cooperation. Corporation. So, yeah, they head over to Starlight Music, and they realize that the place is deserted. There's no power. There's no furniture. They're basically broke as shit. Right. You had that guy, uh, Al's moving Eric. guy, who was, uh, you know, kind of like mustache daddy-o. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was really a beefcake. He was, he was. I was, I like, I took a moment to write down. I was like, oh, all right, Al's moving guy. What's up? <laughs> Why are all the like 
men that are randomly in the show the best part of the show? I don't know, but they always have mustaches and they're always super built. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes they're cowboys. It's quite honestly, it's, yeah, it is the best part of the show. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So also this woman named Joni rushes up to them. Yeah. And was like, I was immediately like, who the fuck is Joni? Like you're acting like, you know, everybody. Right, like, was that her personal assistant? Was that her father's assistant? Anyway, Joni is super happy to see Jerrica again. And I'm like, where is Eric's personal assistant? The one who was painting her nails and didn't give a fuck? Right, right. Yeah, so true. Uh, never forget Eric's assistant. But, like, what I, one next aspect I had to bring up about Joni is, like, what is she wearing? <laughs> because she kind of looks like... I know I say this about everybody, but she has total witch vibes. Like, she has a cape. (laughs) I actually did not notice her. And she has, like, a a crystal thing in the middle of her forehead. It's, I don't know. It's a whole thing. (laughs) Wow, how did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. At one point, well, hopefully we'll, maybe not even hopefully, because I don't care about Joni. But maybe we'll see Joni again. (laughs) And then uh, look look out for her outfit. But I also want to point out, like, Starlight Records is super empty. And it's, like, it's been shut down for weeks, if not months kind of thing. And I have to ask the question, like, Jerrica, where have you been? Like, yeah, I get it. You are a rock star and, like, you know, have an, an orphanage or whatever. But, you know, you also have this company. Like, you, how did you neglect to, to like, really check in for that long? Right. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, maybe the Misfits and Eric chased her out. Every time she tried to come in. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I do appreciate that at least in this episode, or at least, you know, throughout these scenes, Jerrica does get a little bit more real about her daytime job. Or day job. Yeah. Um, One thing that I found really funny is that, um, so Joni pulls out this piece of paper, the stack of paper that shows, like, all the expenses um, and the revenue from the company and like where all of the money went, like it says, Oh, you know, for music video or for marketing for the misfits. It's like, Eric, if you're embezzling money, why would you leave the receipts right there? <laughs> uh, cause he's so like, you know, overconfident and douchey. Um, yeah, definitely. And I'd also like to point out that I probably didn't realize Joni had a weird crystal on her forehead and was wearing a cape because I was too busy paying attention to everyone's eyebrows. Right, you're an eyebrow blue. watch. <laughs> Everybody was blue? Everyone's eyebrows were blue, except for Shayna's, so that's racist. <laughs> is it? I don't know. It whatever. probably is. Um, also, everyone was blue, even Kimber. Interesting. Yeah, Kimber's were blue. Aja, I get. You know, that's her, her thing. Um, interesting. Okay. So anyways, as uh, reality sinks in that Jerrica's not going to get any money from this company, um, they're basically like, ah, oh, like, you know, we can't take money from here. We have to, like, go finish the movie that we would said we'd star in. Because that's, like, a, the our easiest cash grab. Uh, and, of course, like, everyone is a little upset. And they don't really want to do it. And Jerrica goes, like, takes it to a 12 and just yells at everyone. She's like, who tells Bonnie she'll be blind? It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, Jerrica. Like, no one wants to tell Bonnie that. Jeez. I know. And they all look so ashamed after. Yeah, yeah. She really gives it to them. 
So yeah, Jerrica tells Eric that they'll start tomorrow back at the set. Um, and Eric's basically like, if the gem, if gem and the holograms come back, it has to be on his terms. And he pulled a hologram. He here. did. I wrote it down too. <laughs> I was, I was going to let you finish and like point out. He also said hologram. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. good, good. Bad at like, you know, people got their ears out for it. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm listening. Um, I also really like uh, Eric's opening line when Jerrica comes in. He's like, oh, the proud Jerrica Benton comes begging. You're like, oh, Eric, you're such a douchebag. I know. <laughs> He's at the actual worst. He's the worst. And like, he plays hardball <laughs> with Jerrica. He's basically like, yo, be my bitch or no money for you. <laughs> um, and the entire scene has like... I, I, you must have picked up on this, like, the, like, a very strong, like, sexual assault vibes, you know? I mean, with Eric, there's never not that. True, true, but, like, I, like, there's, like, an image of, like, you know, Jerrica, like, kind of, like, belittled in Eric's office as he, as he kind of, like, stands over her and yells at her, and it's just, like, it was, I don't know, it was, it was creepy. Yeah, he looked extra sinister in the scene. I did notice that. Like, his eyebrows were, like, more furrowed, and, like, his face was pointier, and, like, he was bigger. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, to contrast that, you have fucking Jerrica Benton, who, in when negotiating with someone, decides to wear, like, a pink Dalmatian white power <laughs> suit monstrosity. It's terrible. <laughs> Right, yeah, she always looks like some fucked up Girl Scout. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 accurate. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, Jerrica has to be his assistant on set, and that's kind of like a shitty thing for her because she also has to star in this movie. Um, how will she do both? How will she do both? Uh, we find out the next day. Um, on the movie. <laughs> When it gets, they go to the movie set, they cut to that scene, um, and Jerrica's like, or Jem in this moment is like, you know, let's get this over with, uh, and I love how everyone fucking hates Jem as soon as she walks in. I know. Uh, and I kind of get it, because she did this whole overdramatic, like, oh, I'm storming off, I never want to work with you, da 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 and then comes back, like, the next day, uh, and one crew, I think the makeup lady just goes to somebody else and is like, oh, some people always have to be the center of attention. And really, like, rips into Jem. Uh, yeah, that makeup lady really has it in for Jem. Yeah, she fucking hates her. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and right after she says that line, it cuts to pizzazz, like, freaking out that Jem is back on the movie. And I, you know, I gotta give kudos to some, like, decent scripting of cutting from always having to be the center of attention right to pizzazz who's freaking out about not being the center of attention. Right, of course. And I also love how they're hurling shit at Eric, who looks terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Super true. And I do I do like that like <laughs> circle of, you know, Eric abuses Jerrica, but the misfits abuse Eric and it's all one big loop. Right. Yeah. Big happy circle of abuse. Exactly. The best kind, really. <laughs> right. It's so fun. <laughs> um so yeah, actually, okay. So I want to address a couple outfits here that need to be addressed. Shayna's outfit in the past couple of episodes, has been horrendous. I agree. She's often, like, I don't know, she's often wearing, like, like, tan is, like, her color? I don't know. Yeah, she was wearing some, like, weird short robe thing with a knitted 
shawl with tassels over her shoulders and this weird bow that's like see-through but it kind of looks just like a wire on her head oh that's terrible uh i remember that actually yeah um and yeah the tassels she's always wearing something tassely like i remember when she was wearing like feathers on her shoulders yeah why why yeah i i, I don't know the answer dude i asked these questions as well and it's so sad because, like, as someone who used to be a black child, <laughs> I'm now a white adult. <laughs> Accurate. You said it, not me. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, like, as a former little black girl. <laughs> former, 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 former. Former. Former little girl, still black. Okay, whatever. Um, I believe you. I, believe I you. like wouldn't have been compelled to buy the Shayna doll if her looks are that messy. That is that is very very true. Um, and I don't know if they get better necessarily. I've never really seen her in an outfit that I enjoy. I'm always always writing down Aja looks great. I really think like Aja usually pulls some good looks. Yeah, Aja does look great, and she did look great in this episode. Um, but then my other gripe is with Video's pants. Okay, I I don't really remember that, but go on. She's wearing these, like, brown, um, like, riding pants, like, horse riding, that have, like, the hip, wide hips. Okay, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. She can't, she doesn't pull it off. Okay. Oh, poor Video. Um, <laughs> but speaking, speaking of Video, um... You know, Video's back in this episode, and I think, like, something happens where Video explains that the gem and the holograms are really only backed so this little orphan girl can get her eyeballs. And Clash, um, like, learns this and manages to, like, kind of fuck with this, like, orphan's eye job, which is, like, classic Clash. <laughs> uh, eye job. <laughs> eye oh surgery. God. Um... And she she takes this information and brings it to the misfits. And I love how the misfits all immediately react. Like, yes, like, we can use this to fuck with them. Except for Stormer, who's a human being and, like, actually cares that there's an orphan girl who might lose her eyesight. Right. Um, but, yeah, they're basically like, oh, yeah, we can fuck with them however much we want. And they can do nothing about it because they're desperate for money. Yeah, yeah, it's dastardly. Deliciously it's, dastardly. It's so twisted. <laughs> Uh, and then Pizzazz ends up, like, I guess, like, kicking bitches out of her dressing room. Or no, out of their dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my note means. Like, they basically go into Jem's dressing room and kick them all out. They're like, this is, like, our turf now, ladies. And, uh, that cues into the first song of this episode, Congratulations. Congratulations, you're on your way out. From here on in, I'll be taking the lead. Congratulations, you're on your way out. I'm bound to win, I was born to succeed. Congratulations to me, congratulations to me. Uh, that's the name of the song and the only lyric of the song. <laughs> it is literally just congratulations over and over again. <laughs> it is a terrible song. Dude, one of the worst, definitely <laughs> the worst Misfits song, but I think in general, one of the worst. Um, at one point, Roxy and Stormer are saying, like, congratulations in a weird baby voice. Yeah, a lot of different pitches of the word congratulations <laughs> also to terrifying effect. 
<laughs> right. Um, I was not living for this song or music video, really. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, me neither, dude. Like, it just all, I yeah, I nothing really happens. It's, like I said, just the word congratulations repeated over <laughs> and over set to music. Um... Though there, yeah. there is, there is, um, and I feel like this is like classic Misfits, where Pizzazz is doing some shit, and then like the head of Stormer and the head of Roxy like enter the frame and take over the frame and like say a couple lyrics. Uh, yeah, in this case, congratulations. In this case, congratulations, exactly. <laughs> so that happens in this episode too. Um. So after the song, um, what what's we... the, what's the name of the song? <laughs> congratulations oh thank you thank you um so after this song um <laughs> congratulations will not... didn't know. <laughs> um we cut to the stunt guy who sees kimber and like the stunt guy is really into her for whatever reason um and he's like nice to see you again to which kimber like pays no attention zero fucks given and and um, he's like, oh, excuse me, then. I'll just go talk to a wall. Um, he, al- he always has these, like, fun little quips. I like it. Him. I like it. I like it. Because, like, it was kind of a bitch move on, like, Kimber's part. So he's like, all right, fuck off then. Uh, and the one he busted out at Roxy last episode, we had to fall off a roof. That was great. <laughs> that was so cutting. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so anyway, Kimber ignores him because she sees Nick, who she's enamored by. And she basically says, like, did you miss me? And he was like, uh, you were gone. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you, lady? <laughs> um, and, like, then we cut to Rio, who's being, like, a big cunt. Dude, um, gigantic. Like, what is this bullshit? He's basically like, I thought you had more pride than that gem or some shit. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Where are you coming from here? And also, like, why has Rio been on set the entire time? I feel I, like I'm missing something he's here. He's in the movie later. Yeah, why? I, dude, I don't know. I, I, I asked that same question, like, because afterwards he's in some sort of scene, I don't know, medieval scene, something? I don't know. But uh, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> Rio, you're in this now? What do you do? Right? Like, at one point I thought he was Pizzazz's assistant slash bitch. Right, no. Bitch slash assistant. Right, pretty much. And then I thought, like, oh, he's a production hand. And now Which would make he's no, more like, sense. Yeah, but, like, what does Rio do? I don't understand. They just, like, put him places. And I'm like, why are you here? I think the only thing he's really qualified for is, like, carrying large objects. Uh, <laughs> like, he might, like, be good at carrying the guitars and, like, the drums and shit like that. Otherwise, he has no skills. Yeah, no, definitely not. But yeah, so Rio's being a cunt. Um, and then Pizzazz calls him. And it's like, oh, Rio, darling, I need you. Right, she just stirs that pot up. So good. It's amazing. And Jem is like kind of huffy about it. And is like, your majesty summons you or whatever. Which is like an accurate description of the situation. Yeah, it's pretty true, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Jerrica is Eric's bitch. And Eric is, like, basically like, Jericho, Jericho, where are you? He's, he's freaking out, as uh, as he's wont to do. Um, and as it's, like, kind of happening, or I don't, I actually don't really, like, remember what's happening. Like, at one point, I know she has to turn back into Jem, despite she having to be Jerrica and, like, kind of be Eric's bitch or something. 
yeah so basically eric calls jerica to bring him coffee then she comes bringing to bring him a coffee and he's like where is jem if she doesn't come like right now like she's fired and eric jerica is like fuck um and she's like i can find her and eric's like no you stay right here yeah 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 um, true, so true. she's so that's her like, hands are tied hands are tied what is she gonna do will she cast an illusion won't she cast an illusion uh we don't know because it cuts the commercial Jem will be right back after these messages and now back to Jem. But obviously she casts an illusion. Obviously. Uh, what else is she going to do in this situation? Uh, and she does that. She has like 30 seconds and she like, you know, shoots out a gem somewhere. Uh, right. And pretty openly too. Yeah, exactly. It, she's not hiding it at all, which I guess these holograms work where there's like no like streams of light coming out of her earrings. They just appear. Right. But they're like little like pink pixels and stars that come together to form the holographic image and they make a little sound that's so, true they do make a little sound so like no one notices that shit <sighs> dude i don't fucking know uh <laughs> <laughs> i guess not i guess not um i just want to take a moment to appreciate slash comment on eric's directorial outfit oh oh my god thank you thank you thank you thank you i love it um, it is, like, a good look. I love the little, like, the scarf plume cutting out of his chest. Right. <laughs> and it's like he's, like, a, like, he's going on a fancy safari. Yeah, he looks like he's going on a safari. Is that how directors dress? I think, like, I think that, like, maybe, I don't know, like, director, remember that Taylor Swift video where it was, like, set in, like, the 1940s, but also Africa? Oh, God. Yeah, you remember that one, and everyone hated it. I've never seen it, but oh, I dude, don't want to. You really don't want to. I'm sure it would make you furious. Uh, but I think that, like, like the <laughs> idea of it kind of comes from, like, back in the day. Like, you know, when they're making early movies, they would need sets or whatever. So they would do it on location, and they would do it in countries with, like, hotter climates uh, for these, like, I don't know, various jungle-related movies or, like, desert-related movies. And... Um, it would, yeah, the entire crew would be a bunch of white people, but they're in this, like, hotter climate, and that's what they would wear. Interesting. I don't know if any of that is factual, but <laughs> that is what I learned from the Taylor Swift video. <laughs> so, probably um, true. I love it. It's definitely true. Definitely true. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. That's the only kind of facts we deal in yeah, on this podcast. Baby. Keep it, in, keep it truthful, alternatively. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated ignorance. <laughs> yeah, that's an accurate description of this podcast. It could be an 80s cartoon <laughs> podcast about gem and no holograms or pure, unadulterated ignorance. Either one works. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I am... Um, this... this whole thing that's happening this movie it's a complete mess complete um, mess uh i don't even think eric knows what it's about no like i'm so confused so basically they're in a casino yeah in ball gowns um and they call it like casino scene 23 take one and it's like what is <laughs> happening here um pizzazz is wearing what amounts to like a comic book explosion uh on a dress <laughs> it's horrendous 
<laughs> right. Right. It really truly is. Yeah. And they, they basically, they act out a scene and uh, Nick, the like sexy actor dude, like rips into pizzazz and she basically like straight up says to her face like yo you were terrible right because basically the whole scene was nick was supposed to be like macking on gem but then pizzazz walks in like looking very elegant and beautiful not that dress you're right which makes the choice of dress even more funny yeah um and uh basically once he sees pizzazz walk through he forgets gem and like goes over to pizzazz and kisses her um and like after he kisses her he like wipes off his lips and is like ugh, terrible yeah nice 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 uh because that thank you for explaining all of that because all i have in my notes are ha 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 nick exclamation exclamation mark terrible all caps (laughs) oh my god uh, How do you make sense of that? I need, this is what I need you for, to like really fill in the details and then like, because <laughs> <laughs> I 0% remember any of that. Uh, but I did also, the next note is I love Eric's director's look. Uh, the, the scarves thing, it's super cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like his attention to detail with his outfits because his like daytime business look is very like three-piece suit like kind of like business vampire kind of thing dude yeah very accurate very accurate description business vampire daytime business business vampire (laughs) it's actually quite good but like who wears a three-piece suit on the regular people who mean business and are also a vampire in the daytime (laughs) true (laughs) duh dude 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 um, so anyway. Yeah, so we, uh, we, uh, the, the scene ends or whatever, and then we go to this production office later. And you got some, like, some lady, and she's doing shit people need. Uh, and <laughs> that's all, the only way I can describe it, dude. She's, like, putting papers into various slots with people's names on them. So, yeah, I guess they need some of this shit <laughs> or something. Okay, it's, okay, so basically... They are call sheets to tell the actors, like, where to be and what to do the next day. Oh, okay. That then that makes a lot of sense with what we'll see a little bit later. Uh, yeah, and basically Pizzazz puts Clash up to, um, like, changing the call sheets for Gem and the Hologram to fuck with them. Right. She does what she does best, which is, like, fuck with shit. And so, you know, of course what Clash does here is annoying and stupid and she's awful. But I do have to, like, just point out, for real... There's, like, at one point you see her from behind in this scene, and I just, like, it basically it took away from the disgusting nature that is her face and those arm symbols. Uh, but just from behind, I saw her, like, outfit, which is, like, a short leather skirt and, like, a big, like, fluffy kind of, like, shortcut coat. And it's honestly, it's a pretty cool outfit. Like, I think I would personally look good, really good in wearing it uh and i think so too yeah yeah thank you um but i think also just in general it's a great outfit yeah i totally agree i actually wrote i kind of like her outfit she looks like a hoochie mama you can almost see her poom poom (laughs) (laughs) i uh i'm happy that's how you describe female genitalia that's yes that's my favorite takeaway from that (laughs) Uh, but also glad that you appreciate her outfit too it was a good look yeah it's a hot look um so anyway, the holograms arrive at the studio, call sheet in hand. Well, wait, wait, but no, realize... but dude, but dude, right before this, there is like a scene 
like it's the next day and everyone's getting their hair did and like you know they're getting ready and then you just see Jem and she's like kind of pissy for some reason and then they go to the next scene which is like them like with the call sheets and they're like ready to go and I'm yeah what the fuck was that that scene was useless they didn't <laughs> do anything it was confusing actually because I didn't really know why Jem was pissed off and they don't address it later either yeah, I have to say the editing in this episode was really poor. Yeah. Uh, there were a few scenes where I was like, that could have been done better. Like, when um, the Misfits first storm into um, the holograms change room, and then it cuts to congratulations, it was such a weird transition to the song. It was, it was, it was. I I, I, I also wrote down, like, oh, you're doing a song now? Like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> Yeah, and, like, this scene, like, I was confused when she's staring daggers at the makeup artist. Right, right, right. Which is, like, why she really has no reason to hate her other than the fact that she hates her, like, the makeup artist hates her. But whatever. I don't know. Uh, And actually, on, like, weird transitions into songs, when they get, you know, when they all come back together after that useless scene and they have to, like, find their way through the movie studio, we get a song. And it was like, oh, sure, like, another song starts? Like, all right, I... Why not? Um, and the song is Show Me The Way. They're like running through a movie studio, which is like, I guess, cool. Because like they run through like kind of a bunch of like cliche movie sets. Um, but my main thing was... The song is called Show Me The Way. It's obviously about, like, finding the right path and, like, you know, coming out of darkness and into the light. Maybe I might just be saying that. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is I think the, the video or the song could have been used for something, like, way more soulful. Like a, like a real finding yourself after a disastrous situation kind of thing. Or uh, even more romantic-minded where, like, Show me the ways, like framed, and show me the way to like Rio's heart or something. It just could have been a lot cooler than them running through various films. Another romantic song involving Rio is a lot cooler. <sighs> wow. Uh, <laughs> when you say it like that, no. But when you like, when you when you see it, and then you have a bunch of crazy imagery, like hearts inside of hearts that are in an hourglass that's spinning through the galaxy it's a lot cooler <laughs> oh, for sure i will say though like if i remember correctly this show reuses songs a lot it does, right? it does. later on they tend to a lot more um and they'll even i remember later on as well they'll even have like just two songs in the episode then at the end of the episode there'll just be like a repeat performance kind of thing yeah, so, like, chances are that they'll redo the music video. That's true. Let's hope so. And again, I, I actually, I think I, like, actually kind of liked the song, too. I think maybe that was why I felt so cheated by the video. Mm. Yeah, I can't really remember the song, to be honest. I feel like I was just kind of disappointed by the quality of the songs, considering how good they were, good they were last episode. Very true, very true. Um, anyway, so it ends, like, the way, the way, or some shit. Uh, and they're back on set, and, uh, video appears basically to tell Jem where she needs to go, even though they've been, like, running through the studio for god knows how long, um, and 
Eric is like all pissed that they, they just arrived and they're all late and like time is money. Uh, and someone calls, yeah, exactly. And someone comments like, I wonder who taught him that one. And I was like, who, like, I don't know. Do you actually have an idea <laughs> who? Or like, I, I yeah. wonder that too. He's a very broken person, only concerned with money. Who taught him that? Right? Yeah, that's such a... Yeah, she meant it rhetorically and kind of bitchily, but, like, I actually want to know. Me too, me too. Um, and Eric is like, you know, he's a real tyrant in this episode, or in this scene specifically. And, uh, you know, hot daddy vibes, like, s- some good shit going on. Um, <laughs> and everyone's all, like, you know, disgruntled or whatever. And uh, then video at one point, this is where she basically does, like, where her, her like, reverse gossip. Um where she's basically, like, someone says, like, oh, like, why would they come back to do this movie when, like, this fucking Eric guy is so terrible? And she's basically like, I'll tell you why they need the money. And then, of course, goes into their heartwarming yet tragic story of Bonnie losing her eyeballs. So everyone <laughs> loves Gem and the Holograms. And uh, I don't know. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It's like, why are you telling people this shit video? Get out of here. Yeah, I know. Why is she so, like, invested in their personal life? Like, who is Video? Why does she think she's their best friend? Why does she keep telling everyone their business? Uh, maybe she has a crush on Jim. I mean, yeah, that's my going theory as right. well. Yeah, exactly. I like how, like, um, anytime there's anything related to a character, like, oh, yeah, they're gay about it. <laughs> it's such a cop-out for such us. Such a cop-out, like, but, like, uh, probably true. Probably true. I mean, we need representation. That's true. And, like, we're not getting it out of this show. No. Except, like, also we are, because some of the shit is, like, hella gay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, Eric's the director's outfit is gay as fuck. Super gay. I want it to be a pride outfit. I think I, I would love that. I don't know if I'm tall yeah, enough I, for it. Well, okay. I think you sh- should wear shorts with it. Hondo P, I, I mean. And then a hat. Okay, like a, like a safari-ish hat? A safari hat. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Right. So, um, they had to, like, do this scene, and, um, I don't know, someone has to, like, catch a book or some shit? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Jerrica. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens! That's what happens, though. Jerrica... <laughs> When you say it like that, you're like, what? <laughs> so Jerrica is Eric's assistant. And like, I don't know, Eric tosses like the script or like it fumbles out of his hands or some shit. And he's basically like, Jerrica, pick that up. And right now, Jem, actual physical Jerrica, is doing the scene. And she's like, you know, she ha- only has like illusion Jerrica there to like fool everybody. And, you know, fucking Jerrica can't go catch that book because she's a hologram. Um, and Aja comes to the rescue. She's basically like to pizzazz, like, yo, I'm pretty sure that bitch Jem has more scenes than you. You should probably, like, start a huff, to which she does. Uh, pizzazz is also, I, and I know we say this about Jerrica most of the time, but pizzazz is a real wench. Like, she's wearing, like, a green skirt and then, like, a <laughs> pirate-cut blouse. It's super wenchy. Yeah, I wrote, like, giving, like, real bohemian wench vibes. Okay, like, okay. a lot of them. Yeah, all right, all right. But also, like, pirate wench, definitely. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I was I was getting mainly pirate. Um, 
But my question is, like, yet again, what is this movie about? Because, like, in Casino Scene 23, they were wearing ball gowns and in, like, modern times. Right. And now they're, like, locked in a dungeon wearing pirate wench outfits. That's true. There's a lot of uh, conflicting timelines or narratives <laughs> here. I don't have an answer for you. Because I think we also see, like, yeah, we see more olden time medieval shit later as well. Like, definitely with, like, Rio's costume in the movie. Uh, I I literally cannot even tell you, dude. Yeah, because basically in the next scene, there's a sword fighting moment. And Rio is acting in that scene. Um, and he's actually the worst here. Like, I thought Rio was, like at the peak of his awfulness, but, like, here he, like, was really, like, fucking outrageous. So, again, we come to a circumstance where my notes are outrageous, but I don't really remember what exactly he said, if you could take us through it. Sure. So, Rio, like, after the scene is finished um, filming, Rio goes to talk to Jerrica and is like, I decide that Jem isn't worth my time. Dude, yes! Like, what the fuck are you saying?! (laughs) Like, why would you even tell her that? Why would you tell her that? Like, why do you think that? Like, yeah, like what is ha- wrong? Yeah, with and you? like, when would she? Like, why would you tell your girlfriend? Yeah, I'm done with that side piece. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Um, and then Jerrica's reaction to it is so weird. Yeah, she gets not angry. angry. No, she gets like defensive, angry, like for Jem. Right. Yeah, she's not angry that he's basically like, oh yeah, I have a side piece and like now I'm done with her, but not because it was wrong, but because like she's a stupid bitch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Like Jerrica like makes some like decent points, but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know, but you should have found something else wrong with that. Um, And yeah, basically she's like, she lays it out for him like quite sternly being like because of bonnie's operation like we need to do this we have no other choice and like also don't come crying back to me because jem does something you don't like which is fair but Super also jem is her right you're right you gotta remember that jerica you're <laughs> talking like a crazy person and then he's just like so shook by this and he's like well what did i say I was like, after she, I know, after she like, real, are you joking? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not joking, though. That's the best part. Yeah, no. I think actually he gets worse later on. Oh, he, but, does, um, he does. He does. This was not a good episode for Rio. I fucking hate that bitch. Yeah, no. More so than usual. Me too. Yeah. So, anyway, um, the next scene. Um, which is just as nonsensical as every scene that came before it. Yeah, because now we're um, in like, uh, like I'm not, maybe not quite like a dune, sand dune setting, but like definitely some sort of like uh, high velocity in the desert, but also riding motorcycles thingamajig going on. I don't know. There's a bunch of, they have to like, yeah. <laughs> some sort of chasm. They have to like do it on like motorbikes. Right, and there's an explosion or whatever. But even kind of before that, though, there was another scene where she and Nick were supposed to cross a chasm by walking on a log. Right, 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 Being chased after villains, by villains. Yes, 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 And Nick gets a stunt double, but, like, Eric refuses to give one to Jem unless 
she, like, relinquishes some money out of her salary, which is, like, so shitty. I love it, though. He's, like, he's not wasting any opportunity to really put her life in danger. No, and, like, they don't have any safety nets. There's, like, nothing to protect her. It's super high up. Um, and, like, people are, like, people on the set are kind of, like, Eric, like, you yeah. can't do this. <laughs> yeah, maybe relax, dude. Like, just, uh, she might die. Yeah, and meanwhile, video is recording all of this. Right, and I, I got, and I thought it was very reminiscent. Like, I, I basically wrote down, like, videos being very Kim Kardashian about it. Like, that whole <laughs> Kanye, Taylor Swift thing where then she like taped the whole conversation and let like released it on national snake day right that was so kim so good though yeah but didn't we find out that like the facts were not the facts the receipts were not the receipts like two days ago did we yeah like more of it came out the whole thing came out oh shit i did not know that uh i'm misinformed apologies everyone yeah, but honestly, like, I don't know. I didn't listen to it because I have a life. Right, right, right. right. Clearly, Clearly, I'm here. Clearly, you're here talking about Jen <laughs> for, like, four hours straight. <laughs> you got a life, lady. For show. Sure. Uh, so, video is being uh, Kim Kardashian about everything, like, recording all the shady shit's going on. Um, and, again, this movie makes no sense, and that's also why it's not working. That's why everyone seems to be <laughs> fucking up at every turn. Um, and Jem is basically gonna fall off this, like, big old log thing. Uh, and, um, yeah. And she's gonna, like, and of- fall down the trunk. Anyways, go ahead, sorry. So anyway, she, yeah, she's walking on this log and falls, and, like, of course, in true Gem and the Holograms fashion, we think she's gonna die, but we don't really think she's gonna die, because we're not fucking stupid. Um, and Rio swoops down on a vine and saves yeah, her. Yeah, Tarzan Ugh. style, like, George of the Jungle. <laughs> And, um, yeah, they kiss. But, um, oh, yeah, before that, though, Jeff is like, way to go, Rio, you're a regular Errol Flynn. Yeah, which I was, I meant to Google who the fuck that is. Uh, I did not do that, but perhaps we can do it right now. Uh, I, yeah, I was also like, who the fuck is Errol Flynn? Like, that comparison makes no has no meaning to me. Uh, he was an Australian-born actor during the golden age of Hollywood. Considered the oh, natural okay. successor to Douglas Fairbanks, worldwide famed for his romantic swashbuckler roles in Hollywood films. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense, because then Jem's next line is, you're a real swashbuckler. There you go, there you go. Buckle that swash, I- baby. And Rio says, only for you, Jem, and then they kiss. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Rio? Like, what about Jerrica? And don't you hate Jem? Right, yeah. What happened, like, seven seconds ago? Uh, <laughs> such a douche. Um, and <laughs> so, again, video is, like, taping everything. She, like, pulls out the videotape and she labels it Jem's accident, which originally I laughed in video's face. Like, the fuck are you naming shit so stupid like that? But we'll see later, folks. <laughs> video's not totally stupid. But um, Pizzazz sees her do this, like, you know, record shit, put the the cassette tape away, and she's on to her. And she's basically, like, enlists Clash to make sure Video's business is fucked with. Because, again, that's what Clash does. She fucks with shit and makes it worse. Um, Right. So Clash Um, goes to, like, this, like, film guy, this, like, movie dude, 
uh, a nerd, uh, basically actually calls him straight to his face, which I kind of liked. Um, <laughs> she's based, she goes up to him, she's like, yo, dude, I need, like, a magnetic tape eraser. And they have some sort of exchange where the guy's a little bit difficult and Clash is being the worst. Um, and she basically, like, takes it out of his hand. She's like, later, like, nerd. <laughs> and I kind of liked it. It was a, a good storm off. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was full of attitude. She really stuck it to him. That fucking nerd. Uh, um, but, uh, but, as we'll see, uh, Clash is dumb and Video outsmarted her. Um, because, again, Clash is dumb and basic. And uh, that whole shitty name thing of the video was a ruse because Jem's accident was actually the Misfits video. And when Clash went in to, like, break into video's shit, she actually magnetic erased um, the wrong tape, basically. Uh, she pulled a fast one on her, if you will. Yeah, so the tape with all of the evidence showing, like, the malpractice that is happening on set still exists. Um, and, like, people around are like, when the union see this, like will like really have a case against them but Jem is like no they'll shut up they'll shut down the movie um because she really needs that money right. which like why do you think this movie is gonna give you any money like you really think that's gonna happen at this point yeah but anyway and she's pushing for it so hard that it seems like a little bit like Jem like I know you need the money but also like relax dude like you're really putting people's safety at risk here Right, and, like, Rio is pissed at her again, and is like, I thought you had brains. Yeah, it's like, then, fuck you, Rio. And then Jem is like, and I thought I wasn't worth your time, which, fair. And then Rio's like, ugh, women. Which, and I was yeah, like, yeah. um, excuse me? Yeah, like, fuck you, Rio. Um, and also, I don't think they're ever gonna address this, but didn't that whole line, um... Didn't that whole line where Rio says she Jem's not worth his time? Didn't he say that to Jerica? He did. Yeah, but I assume that like women talk shit about like men behind their backs. Right, right, they do. Um, yeah, which is accurate. <laughs> which is accurate. Uh, anyways, so we were going back to um, Starlight Mansion, and uh, Kimber has like a big scene with Nick that she's super excited about. Aja is wearing her, like, at-home clothes, which is, like, a French painter had sex with, like, a corporate lawyer who was also <laughs> a mime and really into the color red. I love this outfit. I love it, too, but it's also what is, like, what's happening here. <laughs> uh, Jerrica's also wearing a cowboy jumpsuit, which I liked. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so this is a scene where... There are motorcycles. No, no, no actually, before, before this, before this, before this, um, before the motorcycles and the sand dudes that I totally confused with the log scene earlier, we do get this. <laughs> we do get this scene when they're at home, and Bonnie basically goes up to like to Jerica, and she's like, "When am I gonna get my operation?" Um, and Jerica is basically just like, "Don't worry, like I'll take like Jem is going to take every take care of everything." She actually says, "Jem," she's like, "I promise." And in this moment, I was like, interesting. Like, what if Jerrica uses Jim, like, not just as a double identity, but also as kind of like a crutch for her self-confidence, like, more broadly? Like, she needs to believe in Jim as, like, a separate entity to get through all this hard shit that she thinks she can't do herself and accomplish. So, you know, the idea of, like, basically getting the money for Bonnie, Jim has to do, not Jerrica, because Jerrica doesn't think she actually can do it. I definitely think that's an accurate assessment of this situation. It's a little bit, a little dissociative though. It's like not a good mental health thing. 
No, but if you think about it, she lost so much all, all at once. Like, she lost a lot and then, like, gained so much responsibility in such a short period of time. And then also her life is in danger at all times. <laughs> right, right, right. That is also stressful, I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess she must be dissociating in some sense. And she probably, like, finds some level of comfort, even in her relationship with Rio, with being, like, two separate people. Yeah, yeah. Like, the one he could, she could be, like, fun, carefree with, and the one that's, like, you know, a lesbian. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Someone who's, like, an old shoe. Exactly, like an old shoe. That's mean to say, that's mean to say. About lesbians, but I she's... mean, not Jerrica. I mean, I was not saying that you about lesbians. You were saying that, Jocelyn. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> that's no, what I got. Oh my god, I actually wanted to clarify mm-hmm. that I was quoting Jerrica about herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, whatever, We're Michael, never going to cover what, from that one. <laughs> what the fuck ever. <laughs> so it's the next day. Uh, Kimber has her big scene. And uh, Nick is like racing a car or some shit and he like uh, ignores Kimber and um asshole asshole uh and kimber like kind of fawns over him and roxy yeah, still still which is like a little bit and like that's why i ha- like, I wrote down like roxy and pizzazz like rightly call her out and make fun of her because like that she's being stupid at this point yeah but then like roxy kind of plays herself because once again after kimber like is rejected by nick and like once again brushes off the like fucking stunt guy Roxy like fawns over him that is true that is true um and we also get this like part and this is where Kimber finally like sees that Nick's kind of a douchebag this fame girl comes up and like asks for his autograph or some shit um and I'm pretty sure this girl is the same girl from Alone Again like remember that episode Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think, like, legit, this is, like, maybe some unintentional backstory. Interesting. Like, <laughs> being, like, cast aside by her hero, like, made her spiral into drug no, addiction? No, no her, the death of her parents did that. Um, oh, okay. But maybe this led to their death. <laughs> Butterfly effect, dude. You know. Uh <laughs> Um, I enjoy that theory, so I'm going to say yes. I just also think that, like, they couldn't afford to spend any more time on, like, artistic renderings of different faces, so they kind of just, like, repeated the same faces over and over again. You just love taking the magic out of everything, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to, like, be a straight talker, Michael. Straight talker, straight shooter. You're a real straight shooter, you hetero. <laughs> yeah, I'll shoot my seed right into your puss. Ah, oh, dude. Um, okay. <laughs> You're really taking to a new place in this episode. I don't know how to feel. Uh, I've never been more thankful we're not in the same room. <laughs> so the fangirl gets blown off. Kimber gets pissed off about it. And then we get another fucking random ass song. I 
I do. I, I actually wrote down this episode, and this goes to your point uh, earlier in our little discussion as well, of like just really poor segues in this episode. Like the songs come out of nowhere. Yeah, definitely. And the song is Love is Doing It to Me Again, or Love, in, Love is Doing It to Me. Right, right, right. Um, and it starts off like kind of Kimberish, and we like, I was hoping for a more Kimber centric video. It's not quite what we get because, of course, center of attention, Gem takes over the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Like, you get a little bit more Kimber throughout, but it's mostly a Gem and Rio situation. Yeah. I mean, and the song is such a random song thematically to have right here. Yeah, and it's also, like, just basically about all of the, like, male relationships all the main girls have. See, I, I really love, you get Anthony, Ju- Anthony Julian and Shayna on, like, a couple of Pegasus, and they're, like, flying through the world, and like, they go to, like, this Crystal Palace thing, and then they kiss in, like, a magical field. Uh, it was a lot. And then you go for, like, Aja, who has no man, she basically just gets, like, a slot machine, because she's, like, kind of a hoe <laughs> like that. I like it. Yeah, a slot machine with, like, different men's faces. Yeah, yeah, and she's, like, kind of, she's, like, coy about it. She's, like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> And, um, I also like the cubes that are, like, flying through the sky that are, like, rolling with, like, a face on it and then a question mark. Right, 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 right. Um, That's pretty good. Pretty good. And then it ends with, like, this lightning bolt that, like, goes through the heart at the end. I really like that as well. Uh, I don't know why that happens, but it does. (laughs) I liked it, too. Um, so, yeah, Kimber is, like, kind of put off by Nick after this whole autograph incident and, like, starts talking with Jeff. Um, and, like, they kind of have, like, a nice moment where Kimber actually takes interest in Jeff as a human being. Right, she's not... Which is nice. Yeah, she, like, yeah. She's, she's, she's a good person about it for a second. She realizes, like, this is enjoyable and, yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, so they're talking about the movie and all the stunts and how they execute them and, like, Jeff brings up that they're going to do, um, like, an explosion stunt um, where they're going to, like, ride their motorcycles through an explosion. Right. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this does look real dangerous. I wonder how it's all going to go wrong right before the episode ends. <laughs> <laughs> and you were right to uh, think that. Yeah, because that's basically what happens. Like, um, I forget the exact details, but Roxy pulls some shit. Yeah, so... Um, so basically, after, like, Kimber kisses Jeff, Roxy sees this and is, like, very jealous. Um, and then Roxy tries to kif- kiss Jeff herself, and he rejects her, obviously, because she's disgusting. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty fucking aggressive and creepy. Yeah, and she's like, it's Kimber's fault, but, like, I know how to fix her. So basically, like, Roxy comes in hard with uh, the toxic femininity. Right, right. And, attacking another woman. And, like, uses Clash for the scheme. So Clash goes up behind the, the like, poly- pyrotechnics guy and, like, clashes her fucking arm symbols to distract him while Roxy sets off the explosion while Kimber is on set. Right. And all these explosions are going off and, like, basically Kimber gets exploded and she's like i don't know maybe like on the ground or some shit <laughs> and everything's on fire and you just like basically what happens here is just like a bunch of screaming and yelling and you got jerica going like kimber and you have kimber going help me nick help me nick! <laughs> like literally that level of grading though it's really intense 
I know. And Nick just like stares at her for a second yeah, and like, then uh, runs away. Later, bitch. <laughs> it was kind of amazing, but like such a pussy move. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you doing? I know. I know. Uh, but it was it was real cold. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Um, so yeah, what are your overall thoughts about this episode? I, I don't know. I don't know. I like, now that we're at the end of it, I'm also like, what happened in this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what the exact plot point was and where we are as opposed to the end of episode one. Like how we haven't gotten any further in any of the actual problems. Like Bonnie still has, has, is still going to lose her eyeballs. The movie's still bad. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Now yeah. it's just like Kimber's life is in danger, I guess. Yeah, I guess like they wanted to flesh out the romance between Kimber and this guy. Which was, but was, that was such a small part of this episode. I know. Like it really, it was super, this whole episode felt like an afterthought. <laughs> like maybe they were trying to aim for like two episodes and then these were all of the outtakes. And they just like and then they just like. They slap together to make a another episode. I don't know. Maybe, dude. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I like. I. That's like why I'm a little bit. I'm questioning why this is a three parter because it feels like all of these things are gonna get resolved next episode, and you might as well just had two episodes, you know? Right. And I still maintain that I believe they're going to do a benefit concert next episode yeah i'm surprised they haven't already like it's maybe that like yeah maybe the top of the episode they'll like get fed up with eric again and like quit and they'll be like oh we still need that money and it's like right we can use our music to solve the problem right (laughs) that's usually their go-to i know i know i'm surprised they haven't already yeah why are they shooting for this like movie thing that they've never done before uh maybe perhaps like at the end of the day jem is a material girl living in a material world and like she wants to be in a movie yeah i think that's really it this movie looks like hot garbage though especially because eric raymond not only became the director of it but is also now the cinematographer (laughs) yeah right 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 miguel's still there though holding things down my buddy miguel yeah (laughs) miguel poor miguel yeah poor miguel uh, he's not getting paid enough for sure. No. Um, so who do we think is the baddest bitch of the episode? Baddest bitch of the episode. Um, hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say video. I don't like yeah. her reverse gossip bullshit, but she really, like, outsmarted that, uh, that wench harpy, uh, clash. So, uh, I give her proof <laughs> on that one. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't particularly, like, happy with anyone this episode. Mm. I found everyone, like, kind of annoying and, like, shitty in a, in a sense. But, like, video, I, I think you're right, is the best among them. All. Yeah, she's the only one who did something, ah, uh, like, she, uh, yeah, I think really she's the only character that kind of had some autonomy that wasn't pure evil in this episode. Yeah, and, like, she really did, um, like change things for the better like she was an instrumental character exactly exactly despite the fact that we saw her very seldom yeah um and then who do we think is the biggest bitch um i think you know i when you said it at the end it kind of clicked for me but it has to be fucking uh blonde bombshell nickaroo who is just kind of a huge bitch 
Yeah, he is a huge bitch. Like, such a weak, sad man. <laughs> um, otherwise, like, Rio, of course, because he pulls some nonsense in this episode. I have to, like, honestly, for me, it's Rio because we're still supposed to like him for some reason, even though he's, like, a misogynist and, like, rude and disrespectful and makes no sense as a character. The, the funny thing about this show, though, is you're always supposed to like Rio. Yeah, why? I, I don't know, dude. He's unlikable. Yeah. And, like, it really wouldn't have been difficult to make him likable. Why did they make him so awful? I mean, they didn't know any better at the time. It was, uh, you know, a different era. Yeah. When men didn't have I to be nice, so. you know? Ugh. <laughs> I yearn for the days. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'll give it to Nick only because I think Rio was the biggest bitch last episode, right? I quite honestly do not remember, but... Me neither. <laughs> let's say yes, because I, I, I think Nick, for, maybe, for basically just like running out on uh, Kimber at the end there, that's uh, hard to top. Yeah, what about Roxy, though, for like blowing her up? Yeah, that's like to. classic Roxy, <laughs> you know? You know? Yeah, like, we kind of just expect that from her She now. can't read, Jocelyn. <laughs> the girl can't read. I know, it's so tragic. So tragic. But yeah, now with our baddest bitches, or baddest bitch, and our biggest bitch named, I believe we have come to the end of our episode of Gem Girls. Um, yeah, c'est fini. Uh, as always, uh, you know... If you liked what you heard, if you didn't like what you heard, <laughs> hopefully you liked what you heard, but just lie to yourself if you didn't. Rate us and review <laughs> us, those beautiful stars. Uh, you know, gets the the uh, the high word of Jem, you know, out to the people. The people gotta know. The people gotta know, Jembryos. <laughs> just saying. Uh, I am Orphus Jones. And I'm Hakuna Matitis, and my internet game is quite weak, so just... You know, you can see my cute face on our Gem Girls podcast accounts. That'll get us so many followers. What <laughs> 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 a good note to end the episode on. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you'll see uh, something. You'll see something that you like. <laughs> hot. It's but, hot. Uh, yeah, it's super hot. But um, anyway, that's all for now. And stay outrageous.